Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Probably True. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes throughout. Because it'd be boring otherwise. I don't know why but I have such a thing for straight guys. Not exclusively, obviously. I do occasionally have a thing for gay guys too, or, you know, this whole podcast series would be a lot shorter and more depressing. But my point is that straight guys are hot. Differently hot to gay guys. Even in porn, straight guys are hotter. Maybe especially in porn. And I don't just mean in the porn scenario of... I'm a straight guy. Grr, manly. Let's all take a shower together after sports ball. Oh, look what happened. Well, if you insist, it'd be rude not to. Yeah, give it to me harder, bro. Sort of a way. Besides, straight porn has boobs, and those things are hilarious. Bouncing around like that is is weirdly hypnotic, especially if they're big ones, you know, just kind of lolloping around all over the place. They remind me of those joke glasses you can get with the eyebrows on springs just kind of bouncing up and down in front. I think it's the whole just kind of up and down, up and down, up and down kind of thing. It's, ah, uh, it's brilliant. A mate of mine told me once that he could get them to move sideways, like together apart, together apart, together apart, just by the way he varied his rhythm. I don't know if that's actually a thing, but it sounded impressive, if a bit complicated. Even in non-sexual situations, like actual gym changing rooms, not the ones in those lovely movies, there's always lots of way lad-style banter and, oh, I hate that word, banter, but that's exactly what it is. You know, post-football or rugby, all the guys getting naked together, showering in front of each other, and it all being okay, because it's just the boys all stripping off and lathering up together and joking and chatting as the water splashes all over their pert athletic bodies and their hairy, pendulous... I need a minute. Okay, I'm back. So, yeah, straight guys are hot. Although, I suppose if it were gay guys in the showers like that, there'd be more chance of life imitating art and it all becoming a big, soapy sex pile. But anyway, I live with two straight guys at the moment, actually. And when I was choosing housemates, I made sure they were both straight guys that I wasn't attracted to. For the final slot, actually, I narrowed it down to two candidates, and the one that won was the one I didn't fancy. I don't think I'd have been able to relax if there was a hot guy in my house all the time, especially if it was the one that I said no to. He was French and ginger and gorgeous. I'd just be constantly trying to impress him, I think. Or, you know, the other usual things like sniffing his dirty pants, or listening outside his bedroom door whenever he brought a girl back, wanking myself senseless as they grunt and moan away, and I'm trying not to leave a telltale drizzle of jizzle down the outside of his bedroom door. (laughs) God, can't believe I wrote that. (laughs) Stuff like this is why I should live on my own. Oh, you know, maybe I need to go the opposite direction and have really hot housemates who don't mind the extra attention that I'd be giving them. Maybe when I'm older, I'll get a huge flat or a house or something, and I'll let really hot guys live there for cheap rent as long as they let me watch. You know, like a different, and somehow still not quite as gross, version of the Playboy Mansion. Actually, that reminds me of one of the student houses I used to live in when I was at uni. 
It was one of those townhouses where every single room got converted into a bedroom so the owner could make as much money out of it as possible. So the front door opened directly into one of the bedrooms and when we lived there, there was one of the girls living in that room. I can't remember her name, but that's probably for the best, actually, considering the story I'm about to tell you. She used to bring guys back all the time, literally all the time. Like five or six nights a week, there'd be grunting, slapping noises coming from her room and it'd always be a different guy. To be honest, I'm not sure where she got the energy to be out picking up guys so much. This was before apps and stuff like that because I'm old, remember, so she had to go out and find these guys to bring them back. Her energy and stamina were genuinely quite impressive in a strange sort of way. Sadly, I'm told the same couldn't always be said of the boys she brought home. Anyway, one of the other housemates, a straight guy and me, would get really stoned pretty much all the time. And if we were sat in the living room staring at the pretty colours on the TV and we could hear these uh, 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 noises coming from the room next door we'd sneak round to the front of the house and then while one of us was taking another lungful of giggle bush the other one would peer through the letterbox at her getting nailed and then swap so the other one could watch while the first one got a bit of the jazz cigarette in our stoned teenage minds we thought this was hilarious we found it especially funny when we knew who the guy was that she brought back and one of us would see him in the street a week or two later. We didn't live in a big city, so this had happened quite often and it was bizarre knowing the kind of noises they made in bed. In fact, a few times she brought home people that I knew quite well. One night, a random straight guy I knew from university ended up in my room at 2am. He just sat on my bed and we chatted for a couple of minutes while I was trying to work out why he was here waking me up in the middle of the night and sitting on my bed and whether this was a particularly vivid sex dream that was taking a long time to get going before he said, Well, I should go. I just wanted to say hi before I shagged your housemate. See you later. You've got to admire his manners, really. One time, me and the straight housemate got far too stoned, and after listening to half an hour of sexy noises coming from her downstairs, we ended up going up to my room so he could try it with a boy. I've got a lot of respect for him for being curious enough to actually want to try it, and then for trusting me enough to be the guy that helped him with that. He seemed to be enjoying it too, until I maybe got a little bit carried away. I can be a powerful lover at times, and it was kind of hot. I kind of forgot myself. So then he made his apologies and I apologised and, and then he left and we never spoke of it again. But at least, you know, he tried it and he decided it wasn't for him. More people could benefit from his example, I think. There's no shame in trying something new to see if you like it or not. Or at least there shouldn't be. And I think a lot of the responsibility for making that experience an okay thing sits with the non-straight person. I mean, remember how terrifying it was when you were dealing with this stuff yourself? How much better it could have been if there'd been someone to help you out in a non-judgmental, non-predatory, that's important, sort of a way. It's like that. So yeah, if you think you're straight, have a go with someone who isn't, just to see what it's like. You might enjoy it. And then, you know, what does that matter? If you enjoy it, do it. And gay people or non-straight people, don't be a dick about it. Be nice. Be supportive. Don't be judgmental. Everyone should be brave enough to try some same-sex shenanigans occasionally, and if you're already experiencing it, don't be a dick about the whole thing. Just generally offer a helping hand. Or mouth. I found out a couple of years later that the same night as me and my housemate tried it with a boy, he went straight from my room to her downstairs and shagged her senseless. I imagine this was just to reassert his masculinity and get the taste out of his mouth, as it were. And obviously, any straight guys who do want to try anything like that, you know, I'm always available to offer my services. Complete discretion guaranteed. I definitely won't 
use the story in a podcast like I just did. Well, I'm not going to tell another one that's exactly the same, am I? You'll be fine. And just like in this one, I didn't tell you what his name was. So, it's... it's fine. Anyway. I know a few gay guys who are quite proud of having seduced a straight guy or turned him. It shouldn't be about that. That's the weird predatory edge that makes it a bit creepy. Fetishizing straight guys doesn't help anyone. And, like, the only reason that I've ever been able to get out of people why they do it is because it reinforces how attractive someone must be. You know, if they're so hot, even a straight guy wants to shag them. And that's not healthy. Messing about with someone else to boost your own ego is seriously bad juju. What does it say about you if you need to shag a straight guy just to feel good about yourself? Self-worth comes from within, not from without. You can't feel better just by shagging more people or finding someone who's out of your league or doesn't swing your way and then eventually convincing them to shag you. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. For me, I think the reason I find straight guys attractive is that it's a bit of a glimpse into a world that I've never really been part of. Something that I can never really be part of because I'm not really one of the lads. I remember when I was about 16... A girlmate and I were chatting and she was laughing about the boys in her sixth form. Can you believe they've got a league table of dick size? Like, they've all compared and then worked out a ranking of over whose is bigger. Isn't that tragic? She laughed. And I'm like, ha 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 ha, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's so tragic. <laughs> which, uh, which, which sixth form do you go to again? It's a bit like that teenage thing of watching porn with your mates. I never did that. And I feel like it was something that would have been a fun bonding activity. You know, just a group of guys sat around watching porn together, not touching each other or anything, just enjoying the porn. Or the view. Or both, I guess. I'd assumed it was just a myth and that it'd never actually happened, but quite a few of my straight mates have done that, apparently. It's a shame there's not an app for it, really. Or some sort of regular group that meets up for a couple of beers and a wank. Although, I doubt you get many pubs letting you use their function room. None of my mates were up for it, anyway. Even after I offered to provide snacks. That was probably true. A storytelling series written and produced by me, Scott Flashheart. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.